founder, we're on a mission to democratize entrepreneurial education and on the way to building one of the largest online schools in the world for entrepreneurs. We interview some of the greatest founders of our generation to find out how they did it so you can too. However, in this series, we're working with our students in the community who are deep within the process of building their own successful business. These are the founders of tomorrow who have stood where you are and on the way to building the business of their dreams. Now, before we jump in, our lawyers have told us to tell you this. Of course, we can't guarantee you'll have the results like some of the stories we're about to share. And as you know, with any business, it's a lot of hard work in addition to completing any online course. With that said, welcome to From Zero to Founder. Hi, Reva. Thank you so much for joining me today. Why not start by introducing yourself and telling me a little bit more about your business? Yeah, so a little bit about me and my background. I'm actually a small town kid uh, from South Africa. I grew up there. I lived there for 13 years. Um, and we migrated to um, Australia, in particular, Brizzy, North Brisbane. Um, and I've, I've lived there since I, since I was 13, 26 now. Uh, went, to, went to high school on the north side and then graduated from school and then decided to do a, a, a degree at uni. I did a Bachelor of Business. Um, and then, you know, it took me about four years to complete my degree. And it was sort of towards the end when I realized that I didn't, don't really want to work for anyone. You know, I don't really, that could, the corporate field didn't really align with me. I wanted to sort of do my own thing and have my own sort of business and one day have an empire. So after uni, I, 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 um, I thought, you know, what, what can I do? I was, you know, researching a whole bunch of different ideas, different products. And I came across, you know, the start and scale course and yeah, just implemented a few of those things and decided, you know, my passion really is like in the health and wellness space. And we decided to launch our um, a vitamin brand. And yeah, here we are today. So it's, quite, it's been quite an exciting journey, a bit of a roller coaster, but you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's really amazing what we've achieved today. So. Yeah, no, I take my hat off to you because being 26, starting your own company is such an incredible feat. So amazing, amazing mm. success already. But from uh, your bachelor in business, were there anything that you kind of um, learned from your bachelor of business that you've been able to help really grow your company so far? I think it was more sort of like cultural and like ma- like leadership skills, like management skills that sort of helped me when, you know, networking with other people and trying to, you know, yeah, just, just network and grow my, grow my network a little bit has, has, has definitely helped me. And, and also just in terms of how to, you know, create culture and, you know, be a good leader and, and implement really, really tactical um, leadership skills, you know, so I could eventually have my own business one day and, you know, lead teams and go into different markets and all that sort of stuff. So it definitely would be the leadership skills and, you know, how to create culture in a, in a company has definitely helped me today. That's a really interesting take on it because I personally, I never would have thought that that would be the best things that you would take from a business or bachelor degree, mm. um, which mm. isn't quite incredible because as your business grows, the more those sort of leadership and management skills will come into play. From mm. the get-go, were you always kind of convinced that you wanted to do something in wellness? You touched upon how it's kind of, you know, been something at the forefront of your mind, but after you graduated, was your first idea just wellness? No, my first idea wasn't actually wellness. I actually, um, so I was trying to learn how to actually create create my own website. I actually, I think it was a, a, like a Wix website. It was funny enough, but um, what I actually did at the time was tr- I tried to do like a little furniture gig. It was like furniture. It was drop shipping. I didn't own any of the any of the um, inventory. I did no branding. It was just yeah, purely drop shipping. And then I quickly learned, you know, that in order to have a, to have a business, you you know, you can't just have a drop shipping store that creating any branding, creating that, you know, that connection with consumers, having your own something. 
um, and also putting marketing behind it. I mean, I, I, I thought, I, I think I had hopes of just releasing this website and I'd get a whole bunch of sales, but, you know, I was quickly, quickly um, went downhill from there. So um, to answer your question, yeah, it was just, it was just a, um, it was just a little website that I did with, with, with furniture. And then really after that, I was, I guess I was a little bit disheartened at the fact that, you know, I was spending all this time trying to build this website and it didn't sort of work out. And then I sort of went back to the roots of, you know, like, what am I passionate about? What do I want to, what do I want to do long-term, you know, five, 10 years down the track, you know, what, what is it that really like sort of lights that fire me to get up every day and go to work and, you know, have fun and do and scale and grow a business that I'm really passionate about. And that's sort of what led me to the health and wellness because, you know, I'm really into the gym and having an active, healthy lifestyle and, you know, gut health is really underrated. So I just saw, uh, you know, a gap in the market and just thought, why not? Let's just give it a crack, implement the things I learned in my degree in the start and scale course. And yeah, so that's, that's here we are today. Yeah. And I also love that you touch on passion because it's something that's kind of a common thread between everyone that we have on here as a guest is that passion and that drive for doing something that they really want. Whereas, you know, before they might've been doing something like you mentioned, drop shipping or, or not really creating something that came from the heart. When you mm. kind of decided, okay, the furniture thing's done. I really want to focus on wellness. What were the first steps in actually getting it to come to life? Well, the first things was um, literally just looking at other brands and seeing what they do really well you know, even looking at the negative comments on some products and saying, and, and looking at those negative comments and thinking, okay, well, how can I make this product better? By reading those negative comments, that would sort of give you a bit of an indication of how to do that. So it was looking at that, looking at um, different competitors in the market. What are they doing well? You know, how can I make it better? Um, what are some other things that they aren't doing well? How can I make that better? And, um, and yeah, I just saw a gap in the market with our specific product because I know it's a little bit, very, it's very niche like, you know, the, the, the three capsules in one bottle, the, the gut program. But it sort of struck with me in my journey because I've, I've suffered really bad from acne, like all over my back and all over my face. And, you know, I, I've, I, I've never really taken a product that's actually helped it. If, if anything, there were just Band-Aid solutions that really masked the problem. So, you know, it wasn't until I really did further research on, you know, how do I improve my acne? And it was sort of leading all towards gut health. And um, the thing is the research was pointing towards different, different ingredients to take and a lot of different remedies. And it was just too, it's too much for the average everyday person to take. So, you know, that's why I just went and thought, okay, the entrepreneur in me thought, why not combine all these amazing ingredients with all these health backed ingredients into one capsule to make it convenient. And, you know, the product is backed by research. So for me, that was, that was really important. Yeah, that's such a great approach to have. And I think kind of getting that research element into it as well is is super interesting. And yeah. I, I'm not too sure, but I guess it's a question to ask you. Did you find that in Australia in particular, we had a limited amount of products that were aimed in particular towards gut health or overall wellness compared to, you know, some places overseas like the United States? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I mean, the thing is that they are the main product in the market in Australia regarding gut health is just probiotics. Um, but, you know, when I consulted with a few scientists and, you know, naturopaths, they were just saying you're missing a few steps. You know, you can't just take probiotics, which is supposed to manage and maintain your, you know, a healthy immune system when, you know, your, your gut health, your microbiome and your gut health is actually out of whack and it's actually quite unhealthy. So for us, I saw a gap in the market in terms of, you know, that's why in our, in our products, we have step one and two, which sort of aims at the before phase before taking a, a, a probiotic. You know, it's sort of, I give people the analogy. It's like, well, you know, do you have breakfast in the morning and then brush your teeth straight away afterwards? Or, you know, you do brush your teeth before having breakfast. It's sort of that before step. Um, but yeah, so there was a 
huge gap in the market. And that's, and that's why we decided to, 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 to go into gut health because especially, you know, in me and my journey, I've, I've spent thousands of dollars on topical skincare products and so have my friends and especially my, my female friends, my, you know, my sister, my girlfriend, my mom as well, you know, people automatically think, oh, you know, I've got blemishes. I have really bad acne. You know, the, the, the first treatments actually, you know, let's, let's buy, you know, some skin, some skincare products, topical products. And, but 99% of the time, a lot of, um, skin related related issues like acne pimples and rosacea it's all actually stem from your gut and you know like I said previously when I consulted with these scientists and people saying you know fix your gut and you'll fix your acne it, it actually worked like it really worked so so well for me and it was it was it was, it was quite relieving so that's so what I did was I incorporated all of that and thought why not just release a product that can really help people in the same way and um and yeah it's 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 working you know the the industry in Australia is growing. It's growing overseas. We're getting organic demand all around the world, especially in the US. And yeah, we're pretty excited. Yeah, it sounds absolutely incredible. And I definitely know firsthand the struggles of trying to, you know, find those topical creams. But 99% of the time, those topical creams have really harsh chemicals. They dry out your skin mm. and they have kind of mm. these side effects that you might not want to go through. And there is a lot more of, I guess, a demand now for more healthier alternatives and things that are a little bit mm. more natural. You touched upon having conversations mm. with scientists. How did you create those networks and find a scientist that would help you create uh, Pure You? Yeah, so it was a quite a strenuous process, just considering that our brand are regulated by the TGA. So we have to maintain a compliant, you know, an advertising code with them. So having, you know, getting a product that is that is listed on the ARTG is quite a strenuous process. So for me, what we actually did was, I when we knew that we wanted to create our product, if we knew the product we wanted to create. Um, I called probably about 20 different manufacturers, you know, straight away. I'd call them and say, hey, this is what I want to do. They'd hang up the phone straight away because, you know, we're not big enough. You know, they know that we're a startup. We're a risk to them. So, it, you know, I just kept picking up the phone, picking up the phone, calling a range of different manufacturers. And it wasn't until I spoke to this one lady who then pointed me in the, in the direction of a TGA consultant. And what they do is they help you formulate and create products, um, create the research summary, to then listed with the ARTG and that is a process we took so it was a, it's about six months consulting you know with a um with a with a scientist to create our product and um creating all the relevant research files and then you you know that would get then get submitted to the ARTG you would get then listed on the ARTG and then you, you discuss with the manufacturer MOQs and all that sort of stuff so you know we started really small obviously because you know we were, a, we were a startup we didn't have much funds we we had to really launch really 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 lean so we just negotiated really really good moqs and yeah i think they just took a chance on us so that was the that was a process and it probably took you know about eight ten months from start to finish until we actually had a product in our hands wow that's crazy and i'm mm. like i'm sure a lot of people listening to this episode in particular they might have had ideas in the past or even heard how hard it can be to break into you know the vitamin and supplement spaces and things so i think it's really great that you've taken the time and and you find you found the people that can really help connect you and and do it right and you mentioned mm. how it took you around six months or so and then eight to 10 months to actually get your your product. In that time span, how many different samples did you have? How many different trials did you have to try and find your end product? Yes. Yeah, so from start to finish, I guess, from consulting with the, with our, with the TJ consultant, took about 10 months from zero to 10 months from consulting and, and manufacturing. So it was about a 10-month process. Um, and it was... We didn't actually generate any samples. Just considering the nature of the product, they they can't generate they can't generate samples on the back end. So 
because our product is quite niche and you know it's it's a it's a 20-day gut program they couldn't really make us sample and then we could try it for 20 days because everyone's i guess a little bit different so they just um maintain their they just manufacture the product against our ingredients um and maintain their quality processes and would just talk to us and just say these capsules this is what's in these capsules and they just sort of talk to us with the process not necessarily giving us samples um just because the niche of our product but other other products like powders and you know single-use products like if you just wanted to buy a product like a probiotic they would definitely create samples for that but another reason what we actually the reason why we went with went with a product that's artg listed is because we wanted to create a, like a, a quality product that can make health claims so a lot of a lot of people and you know there are a lot of products out there and don't get me wrong there's some amazing products out there but a lot of products people make are with um the food it's regulated by the food um industry and you know the the, the difference between that and the tga is that you can't make health claims so it's it's, it's sort of like a it's, it's sort of you know a, a little bit of a process because do you want a quality product or not or not a quality product and you know making health claims is super super important and that's what we wanted to do we wanted to have a, a quality product um, that could really help people. And that's why we went, we went with the TGA. I mean, going with the food regulator, you can definitely have a product made in about one month because you can go to the manufacturer and just white label the product. That's no issues, but it just comes to, comes down to what kind of product you want. Do you want it to be quality, you know, or, or do you want to like own your IP? So that's what it came down to for us. Yeah, wow. That's super interesting. I guess I learn more and more just talking to these guests, but I feel everyone listening just learned something there too because I guess there is those different avenues that you can go down, whether you want to have, as you mentioned, a product in one month or, or take the longer journey and really kind of nut it out to have the, those other added benefits. And we'll mm. talk more about your launch and everything, but just quickly, based off the fact of what you just mentioned, I did have a quick look on your Instagram and I love that you also use your Instagram platform to help educate people more about gut health and other things like that. Did you kind of want to talk me through your marketing and how you represent your brand on social media? Yeah, yeah, sure. So I'm also extremely and super, super, super passionate about branding and just not just creating a brand that sells a product because anyone can do that. Anyone could just sell a, sell a product on the market. That's fine. For, for me, what I'm super passionate about is creating brands that, that consumers can really connect with, making it really easy, making it, you know, educating people, making it fun, making it engaging. You know, we have super bright and bold and beautiful, beautiful branding that really connects with consumers. And that's something that's really helped us, I guess, launch, you know, something, a brand that just sells, you know, t-shirts or, you know, are you a brand that sells t-shirts that, um, that part of your brand values that you donate to the environment or your clothes are made from, you know, and your, your clothes are made naturally, things like that. So th th those are things we, you know, we took into, we took into consideration with creating a brand that really really connects with people and that's and and, and that's and, and then like another aspect as well is that people don't really understand the importance of gut health it's really underrated in australia so you know making that super easy for people to digest excuse the pun but making it really easy for people to understand it has sort of really helped us in a way to grow and scale quite rapidly um during our startup phase so just making it really engaging and you know that's something that we we're all extremely passionate about in our company like me and my business partner is just really creating something that people can, can, can like, you know, can connect to because, you know, like, let's face it, gut health isn't necessarily the most sexiest thing out there. It's kind of, it can be quite confusing. So creating something that's really easy to understand and connecting a brand with consumers that people can really connect with was yeah, extremely important to us. And that's definitely something that's helped us grow to where we are today. 
truly inspiring just listening to you say that because it, I know as a consumer, I relate to those that show uh, more personality of their brand. And I would love to know, like, have you had any brand inspiration from anyone else that you'd like to touch upon when it comes to your beautiful coloring or the way, you know, you might um, actually put your content out there? Was there anyone in particular mm-hmm. that stood out that you kind of used as inspiration? So the thing is people don't buy, people don't just buy products. You know, they, they buy brands. They, that's what, that's the most important thing. And when I, when I really learned that it was a light bulb moment for me that people don't buy products, they buy brands. And what we wanted to do is, so with that in mind, we, what we did was we incorporated um, different aspects in terms of how can we create a, a, a brand and not just a product. So what we did was we looked at really successful companies like Apple, you know, high smile, what do they do so well that connects them with their with, with the consumers so effectively? And it's really customer experience. And um, from the moment they go on your website, to the moment they receive your product, it's just this crazy and amazing product uh, user experience. So our packaging that we created, we wanted to create. So as soon as someone opens a product, they're happy. You know, they're they're, they're excited. They they're looking at the product. They're like, wow, so much thought effort's gone into this. And you know, and and what the, what that is on the back end is branding, creating something that people can connect to, is beautiful. And you know, and that just really inspires them. So for us, we we really looked at companies like Apple and Highsmile, and that really helped us with our packaging and and our branding as well. Hey there, Nathan Chan here, CEO and publisher of Founder Magazine. If you're enjoying From Zero to Founder and you want to learn from some of the greatest entrepreneurs of our generation, then I highly recommend you also subscribe and check out the Founder Podcast. We talk to some of the most successful people on the planet to discover how they're building their businesses. So you can take a front row seat as we go deep and we learn from some of the founders of brands like Netflix, Dropbox, Reebok, and so many more, and how they built these companies. You can find the Founder Magazine podcast with Nathan Chan on all podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe. All right, now let's get back into the show. Based upon your user experience and everything like that, do you feel like having a more polished brand and educating people, as you mentioned, it's not something as popular in Australia has helped you develop more trust with your consumers and your audience? Yeah, definitely. Because then, you know, people take you seriously because you're not just a, you know, people can tell what, like, I guess your, what your intentions are, your brand values, you know, what quite quickly in terms of what you communicate, what you post, you know, how you come across. Um, so for us, it was just, yeah, really implementing those core, core fa- um, foundation that we've, I guess we've learned along the way and really modeling it off different companies and, and just creating a brand that you, people can yeah, really connect to and helping educate them something else. So it's not just, you know, you, you're not just selling them a product. You're also helping educate them. You're providing a lot of free value, free ebooks, and, you know, what can you do to help people? You know, so instead of just trying to ask for a sale, you know, for us, it's what can we give them for free? So that's what we do really well. So, you know, like on our, on our packaging, what we've, because, you know, we've signed a, a few deals with a lot of um, international and obviously recently just signed a deal with one of Australia's biggest supermarkets, um, a retail distribution agreement that what we've actually done on our packaging, what we wanted to do differently. Like, so what can we, cause we've done, we, we've dominated the online space. We know our market, we know our target market, we know our customer, we know how to communicate with them really effectively, but how can we communicate with someone on the shelf? So on our product, we've got a little QR code on there on the front of our product that literally says, scan me for your free gift. So instead of asking the customer to purchase the product straight away, there's a little QR code on there that says scan me for your free gift. So they're getting something for free even before they're purchasing the, purchasing the product. And what that actually does is that the consumer look at your, looks at your product 
for, for a lot longer. On average, a customer will look at a product on the shelf for 2.1 seconds. They'll look at our product for a lot longer than that, scan the, scan the QR code, it will ask, put their email in, and then it'll receive a free ebook, which is a gut health recipe ebook. It's got 50 plus recipes on there. And what that really does is really tries to, you know, get a, get a customer in, really um, expose them to the brand, expose them to, you know, what we are, what we're about, help educate them, and, you know, right, even before, uh, uh, you know, asking for a sale. So it, it's really trying to communicate with your customers in a way and an effective way, the most leanest way possible and just truly inspire them and, and, and um, yeah, just do it in the most leanest way possible. And that's what we've done really, really well. Yeah, that sounds absolutely incredible. I think that whole marketing kind of aspect is, is huge. And, and I think it's definitely something that would stand out to, to you and other competitors that you're already gifting that free product and an ebook. And it's easily consumable. You don't have to, you know, send in your, you know, mailing address to get anything else. It's a really seamless process. Mm. And I would yeah, like yeah. to talk to you, to you more about, okay, let's go back a bit. You mentioned how, you know, you sp- spoke to the scientists, you've kind of formulated your product, you are ARTG listed. What happens next to actually get your product to market? Uh, did you personally build your website? Did you do any pre-launches or anything like that? So we, what we did was we went to a, um, a website developer who created our website, just chose, a, uh, I just chose a theme on Shopify. The best thing to use on Shopify is the debut theme because it loads at 85% faster than the other, other themes. Um, so we went with that and just coded and, you know, did a little bit of custom, custom coding on that to meet our branding, added a few different sections. And then what we did was we just used um, a couple of influencers, created some ads, some, some, some of our own ads that weren't crazy ads because you know we're trying to start lean launch lean um and yeah it was just learning just really learning retargeting testing a lot of testing went into it and you know we didn't we soft we, we actually did a soft launch in, uh, in in january for two months we made no sales absolutely no sales but we hadn't really launched then it wasn't launching our product it was just sort of launching and just testing the market getting data back um and then really getting that data back on the on, on the greater scale and then filtering that and seeing, okay, what is working, you know, where, who can we target? And then we took all that into mind, launched, I think we launched with a, about a thousand dollars ad spend on Facebook and we generated about three, three um, we generated $25,000 in three weeks when we launched on the 11th of March. So yeah, it was, it was really awesome for us. Yeah. Wow. That's so impressive. And I think it's great that your business, both you and your business partner, are such driven uh, by data and research because it definitely shows. And I think, you know, a lot of people listening to this, if they, you know, launched in January for two months and had no sales, it could be a, a deterrent. But I think it's really great that you use mm. that to your advantage and you really kind of reiterated your product to make it better and to then once launch, mm. have such amazing success in such a short amount of time. Walk me through what it was like actually seeing that first sale come through and, and see that, okay, we have people connecting to our product. Yeah, it was extremely fulfilling. I mean, for us, it was sort of really relieving knowing that, okay, we've made a sale. You know, I think we were so excited. We, we, we jumped up and hugged each other, even though it was one sale, but all this effort that went into this, creating this brand, you know, for, for 10 months. And, you know, obviously it's a massive risk going into anything like that, but it was just extremely fulfilling for us to, you know, see some sales go through the door and, you know, utilizing what, you know, what we really believed in the brand and just stuck to our guns and making those sales was just, I guess, really, it was extremely important for us because, you know, we, we knew that after, I guess, after the three weeks, it was, we knew we had product, product market fit because, you know, we just made 25K in three weeks that like we sold out all our stock, you know, it was crazy for us. We, 
really, we couldn't believe it. Um, so what we did then was we just, we just continued doing what we do best. And I just, I just think getting all that data marketing and, and, and not worrying about how much we're spending, obviously you have your budgets and you know, you can't just spend whatever you ridiculous amounts, but just, just, just spending the right amount of money on the right areas has really helped us scale from, from, I guess, the get-go because you're generating a lot of data in the first eight weeks. You have, that's a lot of data for Facebook. Like you, you, can really, you can really scale and launch for something like that. And for us, that's what we did really well. And we continue to do that to this day. We test so many ads. We, I think we have like you know, 80 to 90 ads running at a, at, at a time and doing those things, implementing those things at the core of, of our marketing plan has really helped us. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I, I just think it's so amazing that, you know, the, the feedback that you can gather within those first eight weeks can mm. help you absolutely smash it, which is incredible. And you mentioned and you touched on ads a fair few times. How did you navigate ads and did you have any help or were you just kind of learning how to do Facebook ads and, and just seeing what stuck? When we first launched, I mean, I'm not too into our marketing and ads. My business partner is actually, you know, that's his role. He, he does all of that. He's a, he's a whiz. Um, but what we first did was um, it was just it was just creating our own little tile. So we went on Canva, created some tiles and just still images, our product, you know, sales, um, a little bit of information as well as trying to help people educate, you know, like what is gut health? Do you experience this? Like, you know, acne, pimples, do you bloat after you eat? Do you have all this, that? And it was just really connecting with people on a, I guess, I guess on a personal level, not just, not trying to be too salesy, just trying to connect with people and trying to get them to, you know, I guess, connect with your brand. Uh, as if they're talking to another human being. Um, and it was just creating still imagery and just, yeah, just putting it on Facebook um, and just trying to target people that way, trying to build up our cash flow to a point where we could eventually, you know, afford agencies who could create you, you know, all this content, which is what we do today. So um, it, it was mainly just, it was mainly just creating stills on Canva. We, we, I think we utilized Canva so much at the start because it's quite affordable. I think you pay like what, $20 a month or, $30 a month or something like that, probably a lot, a little, like a lot lower. So just, it was just using those aspects and different apps that are really cheap and, you know, aligning with just still launching really lean has yeah, helped us a lot. Yeah. I think also having those apps and, and having that advice that you just given to utilize those apps that might cost you $30, but in the long run will help you generate X amount of money is a really, really mm. great tip. And I think everyone should definitely be utilizing or at least testing it out and seeing how you go to begin with mm. what do you feel like is the main reason that you had such great success in three weeks do you think there's there's a type of piece of content that you use that just went viral do you feel like it was a combination of your marketing and everything put into one or like I would love to kind of know what led you to think that you know this had such amazing success in such a short amount of time yeah so what what actually worked really well was was just was just a, a little piece of UGC, UGC content that we also created. I think I got my my girlfriend or I think it was my sister at the time to create it, um, and just really showing showing people, you know, you know, our, our our audience what what our product is, what it does, how it how it looks, I guess, in your hands, how you're taking it. Just because it's a very niche product, like there really isn't any any product like ours on the market, not that I know of. Um, and just really showing people and just showcasing our branding, our packaging, what the product does, just really creating a lot of education on my still imagery as well as a couple of UGC content on videos that I think we just literally shot on our iPhone with a with a background with, with a um, with a backdrop that we bought on e on eBay or Gumtree for like I think it was like a hundred dollars. 
Um, and I guess just showcasing our product branding, um, just everything like that, and just really trying to connect with people on the, on, on that human level really helped us generate all that money in, I guess, in three weeks. And I love that you mentioned just then human level, because it's definitely about creating that connection and that um, kind of authenticity with your brand that I feel like really, really helps connect you as well. But you mentioned earlier on in, in another example about influencers and an influencer strategy. What has yours been for Pure You? So for, what an influencer strategy is, so what, what, what we do with our influencers is that 85% of our strategy is micro-influencers and 15% is macro-influencers. Because what that means is that micro-influencers make you money on the short term. Macro-influencers, people with you know millions of followers, 500K plus or whatever, make you money long term. It's more of a brand awareness objective with macro-influencers, but we really focus on micro. I think for about eight months, we were just... We would message um, a range of people who aligned with our brand values. You know, people who are healthy, people who are fit, people who are active. Um, message them and just say, "Hey, you know, would you be interested in um, having a free product? If you just talk about your experience with it, we don't want to tell you what to say. We want you to say it, how it comes to you, that sort of thing." So there was no nothing was scripted or anything like that. And I think we contacted people who was around under fifty thousand followers, probably low, lower than that, maybe like twenty thousand, ten thousand, um, and that worked really well for us. I think we were sending about or maybe like 200, 200 products um, a month because obviously we didn't have that much stock. We had to scale and grow as we, as we could afford it. So it was just scaling like that, using, using what worked, using micro-influencers that we knew made us money on, on, on the short term, giving them a discount code to share with their followers and really helping us that way. And I think for us, that was a, that was a massive shining light for us was realizing that, wow, you know, micro-influencers are so underrated because there's all these brands using these macro influencers, but we're making a lot of cash with micros. So for us, that's what our influencer strategy is. Um, and we still maintain the exact same influencer strategy today. That's such a great strategy because I definitely do feel like some people, you know, they're like, I want this name to be associated with my brand. But as you mentioned, that's awareness, whereas short-term gain, micro influencers are definitely the way to go, which as you mentioned is, uh, you know, some of the inspirations to the brands that you've looked up to is some of their strategies as well, which I think is really, really cool. And based on gifting uh, your products, what's been some of the feedback um, that you've received from your either influencers or your actual customers that has helped you kind of to change or maybe um, adapt your brand? Yeah. So if a few of the packaging changes would, would just be, I think the main feedback we got from our micro influencers and, and macro influencers as well is just the i guess the um the bright packaging that it was so it, it's so engaging i mean in, even on our packaging there's a lot of information on there about the product and you know I, I guess like after care sales as well to contact us and i think it was just yeah just creating creating a product that really really connects with people and i think that was the main feedback we got and um, we've also had some feedback on you know how we can improve and you know every time we release more stock we would we, we would adapt those things we would just bulk combine all of the feedback we got and just say okay how can we you know how can we um, apply all this feedback we're getting into our brand and onto our packaging and that's sort of something that really helped us quite well i mean after we would work with with, with an influencer with with a micro influencer send, sending them our product we would then just ask them you know could you please i guess just let us know what the main general feedback is from people messaging you and a lot of the time it's what is this product you know what does it do i've never seen this before so it was just trying to i guess be more i guess um just confine our messaging with our product and what the product is and what it does because like i said previously i know it's a very niche product like we're probably one of the only companies selling of this product online so so for us so yeah it was just really utilizing 
those the, the micros feedback and also their um their what, what people were saying and just adapting that when we launched more product and you know i guess in our marketing pipeline social media assets all those sort of things mm. and as you because you just mentioned it did you want to quickly deep dive into a little bit more about you know your gut health program just for anyone listening that might be you know a little bit more interested because as you said it is such a niche product they might be listening to this thinking okay it's vitamins but what exactly is it did you want to just quickly touch upon a little bit more in depth yeah, sure. So it's a scientifically formulated 20-day uh, cleanse and detox program that basically just helps you find your glow inside and out. So there's three bottles in the in a, in a composite pack. So it's one product, but there's three bottles in there. And each bottle um, targets your gut in, in, you know, I guess, in intricate ways. And all the ingredients in these capsules work hand-in-hand hand to achieve one goal, which is trying to balance your gut, restore your gut, help with your skin, and, and all that sort of stuff. So we... Um, we consulted with a with a scientist. She's a she's a micro, microbiologist, so she helped us create our product. Um, research, research. I think there's about a couple thousand pages of research um, evidence files that we submit to the to the ARTG. Then they list our product on the ARTG, and and yeah. So you know, one thing that we've done really well, I guess, is just creating a product that is that, that's a quality product that could really help people, and it's also really trustworthy because it's it's backed by research i mean we have a lot of research on our product and even on our, even on our website we have a research summary for free that people can access on there that just explains every single ingredient you know the, the source of the ingredient what it's used for why we're using it what it does and you know the product the product is completely natural vegan has no fillers or anything like that so we're pretty proud of our product it's taken us a lot of time to develop it but um, we're finally here and, you know, I guess it's paying, paying, paying in spades because, you know, we're, we're doing exceptionally well and we're just sticking to our guns and, yeah, just utilising feedback and, and trying to grow and scale in the most efficient way possible. Yeah, you guys are definitely doing such amazing things with your company and it being such a young company as well. Would you like to share how well you've actually succeeded? Because I know you've quit, you've quit, sorry, you've made quite the uh, milestone in the six months of, of operating, if not more now. What's your revenue been like since making the 25K in the three weeks? Yeah, so it's, it's a little bit hard for us because we've, we've can, after can, making all those sales, I guess, the, I guess we just jumped on the hype train and people were purchasing our products left, right and center. So maintaining stock levels have been quite hard for us. And also considering that a product is, you know, governed by the TGA. So, you know, and being a product that's listed on the ARTG as well, you know, the manufacturing process is quite lengthy. So I think it takes us, you know, on average about 10 weeks to make a product, to, 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 to make our quantity. So um, we've just ticked over $500,000 in sales and that's taken about, I think that's within about, you know, 12 months. So considering all the times we did, we, we, we haven't had stock to when we have had stock, we've just ticked over 500K in sales. And that's really, really, really amazing for us. And I guess it's a big milestone, a big achievement for us, just knowing that, you know, we have something that, you know, that people people want you know it's we have product market fit we've established that so for us it's just scaling and maintaining the maintaining that inv maintaining our inventory levels to really meet demand and you know one thing that's really helped us re really well is now that we're wanting to go into retail it's really helped us just i guess line all our ducks in a row um with having our product made with our manufacturer more efficiently so you know renegotiating those contracts renegotiating stock levels and you know what what can they do to help us maintain our, our demand so it's really as well working with our manufacturer so you know we're super proud of what we've done in the last 12 months we've just ticked over 500k and you know our goal now is to go into retail we mean we've just signed three big deals with three um international retail distributors so it's i guess right now for us it's just all guns blazing knowing that you know we've just hit this massive milestone which we 
one never never thought we'd do in 12 months so for us it's extremely exciting and we're really 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 keen to you know keep pushing and keep going and sticking to what works for us yeah it's a massive massive milestone you should be very proud and congratulations to you with all your success because it's absolutely incredible and very inspiring to listen to and my next question which you kind of just you know no worries my next question that I kind of want to just ask you which you kind of just answered is where do you see the next, you know, three months, 12 months for Pure You? I know you've got Black Friday sales and at the moment, what's kind of your milestones mm-hmm. for the next few months to a year? So for us, we want to tackle the US market just because that, you know, the the size of the Australian market, you know, the, the, the only country we've really marketed to is the size of California, just to put that into perspective. So there's a huge opportunity for us to, you know, in the US and What's really, what's really um, inspiring as well is that we've 8% of our um, total website traffic to date have been p- from people in the, in the US and Canada inquiring about our product, asking, you know, when will your product be available? Um, how can I get my hands on your product? And we, we haven't even marketed there. So for us, you know, it just shows that th- th- there's an organic demand already filtering from there. And we really want to tackle the market because, you know, the market's 10 times the size people in America are very switched on about gut health um, and you know we've done our research there so we really want to tackle that market so you know within the next six months um, and then I guess after that we um, side by side to that we're, we are looking at getting into retail in Asia um, China and India there's a really growing really really massive growing um, demand for Australian made vitamins in these three countries it's, it's actually crazy. I think the, in Vietnam, the gut health market in particular or the probiotic market or vitamin market have, has doubled since 2019, I guess, in the wake of COVID-19. And especially for Australian-made vitamins. I mean, in, I think in any industry, it's, you know, having a product that is Australian-made is associated with high quality, um, which I'm sure many people can agree with me. So for the next six to 12 months, it's really tackling the US market, going into retail, utilizing influencers, still utilizing the same business model that we have in Australia, in terms of what makes us sales um, and just really adopting that in the same countries, I guess, and then adapting to that. Um, and yeah, just going the brand as big as we can internationally and especially into retail. I think we want to, we, we want to operate with uh, 60, 40, 60, 40% split. So 60% online and 40% um, into retail. So I guess, yeah, the next six to 12 months is going to be a lot of hard work, a lot of blood, sweat and tears, but we're really, we're prepared. So. Yeah, your future sounds very bright and you have such amazing goals and no doubt you'll achieve those goals with how much you've already achieved and smashed already in such a short amount of time. But working towards wrapping up, my last question, my most favorite question is if someone's listening to this and they might be thinking about starting a business or have put in some of the work starting their own business, what would be some advice that you'd like to share with them? What I would say was is create a brand that people can connect with. I mean, the one thing that I think that has that has led us to where we are today is is creating a brand and not just creating a product. Creating a brand that can really that really speak to someone and connects with someone is you know should be is it, it should be the cornerstone of you wanting to create this product or brand. It's extremely important because you know you don't just want to sell a product. People don't people can go and buy that anywhere, but people don't buy that. Consumers buy brands, and that's the most important thing I can say to anyone listening. Absolutely incredible advice. And I want to thank you again, Reva, for sitting down with me and sharing your story about creating Pure You. And no doubt we'll catch up in the future to talk about all your success because it sounds like you've got a lot of hard work ahead of you. But thank you again for sitting down and chatting with me today and sharing your story. Yeah, that's okay. Thanks so much for having me. Hey guys, we hope you're loving From Zero to Founder and you're getting a ton of value from it. If you want to access the exact free training that led today's founder to where they are now, 
head to founder.com or head to the link in the show notes.